0: Hello, and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show, where we help other moms to feel empowered to create a business while raising their kids. I am your host, Alyssa Morton, author of Welcome to the Room Mama. As a mom of two kids under two years old, I built five businesses before I was 26. On this show, we like to bring you a variety of moms in different phases and stages to share their stories, heart-learned lessons, and shed light into how they built their own successful businesses while raising their families. Tune in every week as we spotlight a new empowering mompreneur to help you on your journey of mompreneurship and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode. Let's get into it. Podcasts are my favorite way to absorb content as a mompreneur, especially when commuting to a work conference meeting or event. I know you love podcasts as much as I do, so that's why I created Fire Fridays. Fire Fridays. Similar to a book club, every week I email you a podcast episode that I recently listened to that sparked inspiration, a new idea, or a question to consider for my growth and development as a mompreneur, and I want to share it with you, so get on the FIRE list at listmorton.com slash FIRE, that's L-Y-S-S-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com slash FIRE, F-I-R-E. So with Garden of the Pines, you got to think like this is a service-based business and there's supplies that we have to buy. There's hard goods. There's flowers that we have to buy. We have like a lot of, I want to say a lot of operating expenses and cost of goods sold that we need to account for. So the way that I do this is I use Mike Kellowitz's profit first method and I take it based on percentages. So the way that this looks like is 20% goes to the cost of goods sold. So this is flowers, this is hard goods, this is vases, this is glassware. Take that as it is. So 20% is costs. I take 15% and I put that aside for taxes. And I take another 6.625% and put that aside for sales tax. And then the rest, which is about 58%, goes toward business growth. So I take that 58% and I divide it into 100% again. And this is the way that it's divided based on that total. So 5% goes to, I call it the rainy day fund, but this is any kind of opportunity or emergency. So you see something pop up that you really want to go to, like a conference that you didn't know was happening and you want to take the money out of the rainy day fund. It's there. You can do it. Or let's just say like there's something really bad that happens and you need an extra ten dollars to $15,000 that's you're going to take it out of the rainy day fund let's say like you needed a whole bunch more money for your taxes that you didn't account for or whatever fill in the blank emergency that i pray doesn't happen <laughs> so of that 58% that's left over from after you remove your cogs your taxes your sales tax that's where 5% of that is going to go toward rainy day fund from there i put 10 to 15% aside for self development and business development so For those that don't know, you are the lifeline for your business. And when you are fully developed, that means that your business is going to perform that much better. So you need to be putting yourself around people that think big, that have the resources to help you, that have been through the experiences, that can help you shave time off of whatever you're experiencing in your business, the problem that you're having. You want to shave the time off of you learning how to fix it and just learn from somebody that's already fixed it and done it and Says this is what you need to do. So 10 to 15% of your budget of that, you know, that total that was the 58%, 15% of that total is going to go towards self and business development. Now I want you to take 25 to 35%, obviously adjust this based on your business and your business needs, and I want this to go toward your team. You got to think your business isn't going to grow if you're the only person doing all the work. So if you take 25 to 35% and you put this towards your team, this could be an accountant, this could be a bookkeeper, this could be an actual person doing your labor, could be podcast editor, it could be, you know, a blog, whatever, fill in the blank to your team. It could even be like a tool that takes the place of the team, like a CRM or <laughs> something like this, that's going to organize yourself and be more efficient. of that, you know, that 58% total is going to go toward team. From there, you're going to prioritize your marketing and PR expenses. So again, you got to think if you're not putting money into growing your audience, your business is not going to grow. So you need to put at least 20% of your budget aside to marketing. So Facebook ads and promotions like memberships to different advertising sites, putting money into appearing on big podcasts or on live events or something to that effect. Anything going toward marketing PR needs to be at least 20% of your budget. And then the last 25 to whatever percentage based on how you allocated the rest is going to be your owner pay. So I want to tell you, this is actually going to be really probably pretty pitiful, especially when you're bringing in or you have expectations of bringing in a large amount of money. So you got to think this is going to be pretty pitiful compared to the large number at the top. But like we talked about, the number at the top, that's your revenue. That's not a salary. And if you want to grow your business to the point that you don't even have to work in it and you just want to collect money out of it, you need to apply these percentages to grow the business. So I want to use realistic like, example numbers to break this down for you. To really show you, like, what it looks like. And, like I said, these are just my goal numbers for Garden in the Pines. These haven't been (laughs) come to life yet, but this is what I'm working toward for 2023. So, I have it broken down into three categories and the ways that I could bring income in. One is through weddings and events, and I wanna bring in $200,000 through my weddings and events. The next is through course sales. I've created an online course for wedding and event florists that I'm really working hard to grow an audience and promote. And I want the income for that for 2023 to be $250,000. And then we also have preservation services that we offer that I want to bring in $100,000 next year. And that brings the total revenue into the business as $550,000. For reference, just to show you that this isn't where I'm at right now, The actual number of weddings that I have booked is about $45,000 worth, not $200,000. But this is the goal. So I want to show you broken down based on the goal what it looks like. So for COGS, based on $550,000, I'm going to have aside $110,000 for operating expenses, for hard goods, you know, for the, if it's for the course, this would be for, you know, like hosting and all of that kind of aspect. 15% of that $550,000 is going to be $82,500 aside for taxes. You might not have to pay this, but have the money aside. If you have a good accountant, she'll help you make sure that you don't have to pay that much, but you want to have it aside just in case because you do not want to be stuck on April 14th and realize that you owe $82,000 and you don't have the money aside for it. 6.625% 6.625% goes aside for sales tax of that $550,000. That's $36,000 aside for sales tax. And then the remainder, which is 58% of that 550, is 319,000 that goes toward the quote unquote business growth listen to this full episode, click the link in the show notes. And as always, if this episode resonated with you, please send me a DM at Instagram at lys.morton, that's L-Y-S-S dot M-O-R-T-O-N, to share your biggest takeaway. I'll see you in the next one.